Hi, friends. I'm Chandra Sanchez. And I'm Misha Lazera. And you're listening to Bandwives. I was playing with like filters, which I've never used before, where you can like put filters, you can like change your background. And I, I found one that has a little oh. red beret. Oh, and I was like, cute. Oh, oh. on Zoom? Yeah. They, they have little filters. Oh, that's so cute. Who knew? I've never done that either. <laughs> yeah, they're very cute. I was going to mm. just wear mm. a beret for this one, but here we are. Oh. Oh. Oh, I see it. Let me try right? it. Just try it on. I'm too scared did to push work? anything. That's did how old it, I am. Did it, I thought I did. <laughs> it's it's always the thing. That's kind of how I feel. I'm like, well, I thought I did it, but I didn't. Oh, oh there it is. Oh, it? how cute. Oh, it looks Can really good on me? you. <laughs> on top of the headphones. <laughs> Very cute. Thank you. It's actually adorable. <laughs> oh, my God. It makes me happy. Okay, right? <laughs> oh, my gosh. It's like it's the, the little, little things. things. It is the okay. Things. All right. Well, <laughs> oh my gosh, it's fun. Okay, I'll make it go away. <laughs> Amazing. So, wait, the two of you, who you you two did this together? Are you old friends or no? What's crazy is well, Misha and I, uh, we met on tour because Taking Back Sunday and Coheed were touring together oh, like okay. seven or eight years ago. We un- undetermined how long ago it was. Um, but yeah. then we think we... it was 2016. Yeah, I'm sure it wasn't 2017. Up. We could look it up, but instead we choose <laughs> to create a mythology. Uh-huh. <laughs> Just keep guessing. <laughs> so you guys um, met on tour. So we met on tour and then we like really only met for like, you know, 10 minutes. And yes. so we connected on Instagram and started talking online and became internet buddies. And then, yeah. yeah. And then we decided to, you know, jump in to this <laughs> venture. Yeah. We, we were thinking about all kinds of things. Yeah. I think, I think, you know, it's, it's, there's some people that you just, you know, can talk to for two minutes and you kind of know if you're going to drive or not. And I, I feel like also like the older you get the quicker those, like, oh, yeah. you know, when you don't, you know, you know, when you're at a dinner and you're like, yeah, I'm, I'm not staying very long. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> or if you're going to find people that you like really <laughs> are, you know, inspired by and, and connect to on some weird real level, you know, you kind of know it or you, or you're, you're out of there. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. I know. I haven't seen you in 10 years, Rebecca. I know. But when we were together, that one magic night, we had mm-hmm. so much fun at a wedding like 10 years ago. Yeah. We had a magic we went to night. One. Dinner in, in Charlotte for one night. <laughs> Again, so 10 years cute. after our first magical night. Yeah. So once every 10 years, we have a great catch up session. You know, now we're going on vacations together now. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> we could yes. be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're going to ride horses together. I love all of this. So, Misha, do you want to introduce our guest today? Yes, I do not have a bio. (laughs) But I was hoping that Rebecca could maybe introduce herself, give us some details 
um and tell us your favorite flower and your <laughs> <laughs> whatever is relevant all the to, things all the things all the things your favorite oh yeah and then we'll um ask our first question all right cool um so my name is rebecca shepherd and um i've been a floral designer um uh, for 16 years now and that means that i do um, flowers for events mostly weddings i kind of just somehow got I don't want to say pitch and hold, but I just kind of this is my specialty. I mostly do weddings. Um, and what that means is that, you know, we create, you know, ceiling installations where we'll suspend like a thousand roses or we'll make like a big a chuppah for a Jewish wedding or a mandap for an Indian wedding. Um, so it's not just, you know, centerpieces and bouquets and boutonnieres. It's definitely like a little bit more like event design, but not like full on like, you know, I don't. I don't like to bite off more than I can chew. I like comfortable, fun jobs that are not huge, but not tiny. <laughs> um, and then right before the pandemic, I turned um, this space, um, which you can see the background of, um, but it has like 25 foot ceilings. It's all the way oh, up. <laughs> so beautiful. Um, so it's like a long, like a rectangular shaped space. And, and everybody that came in through the front doors would walk past like thousands of dollars of flowers that were for retail. And they would walk over this velvet rope that I set up to keep people away from coming back here. Cause this is uh. where my like client meetings are <laughs> and where our production is. And they would just walk in the space and be like, oh my God, this is so cool. And I'm I'm just like, what am I doing? Retail is so annoying, <laughs> you know? <laughs> it's just, you can't make anyone happy. They're, Why does this $4, you know, flower die in two days? It's like, I just, I'm not Nature. doing this. <laughs> so we shut down retail and I turned it into an event space, which I knew nothing about at all. Um, but I know that, you know, being a vendor for 16 years, I know what I look for when I come to a venue in terms of like the load in and is there an elevator and where's the power and where's the water supply and all these things that vendors care about. I was just like, you know, how hard can it be to open like a venue for like 65 people? So the capacity here is like 65 people and it works out really well because when like my bread and butter is is wedding flowers but once we're done like we like these flowers back here these are for a friday and a saturday event and some of them are for a sunday event so we buy everything monday wednesday and then i have the basement which i have like a walk-in cooler so everything goes in the cooler so that everything can kind of like mature and open and bloom and fatten up before you know the parties you can just buy it from the market and then stick it in a vase you know yeah. So it's just like, we're out of here at like super early in the morning on a Saturday morning because we build everything here, load it up on a truck, take it to another venue. And then this space is totally empty. So we turn it into you know, an event space called the Pink Moon. So people are always confused because the outside of the building, it's a corner building. So the front says the Pink Moon and the sides say Rebecca Shepherd Floral Design. So people were always just like, what is happening in here? <laughs> and it's it's because it's like two things in one. And it's been working out great because I don't like to do the same thing every day. <laughs> I feel that it's nice to mix it up. It's nice to be able to like flip flop and, and like work different parts of your brain. Um, and it's so smart to be resourceful and recognize that, you know, you have this space that's just sitting empty. Yeah. 
And also pre-pandemic, I was taking a hundred weddings a year and there's only 52 weekends in a year. And I was killing myself. I mean, like COVID, I feel like straightened me out in terms of like what is healthy and what's not healthy. And I just realized that, you know, I need to like change the way everything is. And a huge part of that realization is that I had on <laughs> right before the pandemic hit in January of 2019, I had a big job and I kind of hurt my back on the on site, but I was like, okay. And then the Monday came around, I was dragging out like 25 garbage bags on the last garbage bag. I was like, oh my God, something's not right in my back. And I was just like, oh my God, I need to go home. I got in the car. I was like, pain I've never felt in my life. And I got home and I legit fell to the ground and legit could not walk. So I had two emergency back surgeries back to back in January and February from hurting myself, from doing too much, lifting, bending, and plus getting older, you know, it, it was like devastating, devastating. I like couldn't do anything. I was on Percocet and muscle relaxers for three months. Oh my God. It was awful. It was awful, awful, awful. So you have to like realize you're like what you can and can't do, you know, like you have to take care of ourselves, you know? Yeah. Your body will make that choice for you if you don't. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's such an art, right? Like saying no. We always talk about saying yes, yes, say yes to things more and do things and push ahead. But saying no once you're in that mindset is really challenging. You're totally right. Boundaries. Yeah. yeah. But now that you have the boundaries in place, hopefully your back is like on the mend and it's it's, it's good. Um, what are you juggling this week? So this week, uh, so this morning, for instance, I get up at like 4:30 in the morning. And then I go to the flower market. So I buy all this stuff for, for, from the flower market super early. And then weirdly, my daughter did not have school today. It's some like, who knows what? Like exactly, it. Misha. Yeah. <laughs> like, whatever. So um, I've been trying to convince her all day to come work with me because <laughs> she's nine and a half and she can totally like cut stuff, learn stuff. It just, you know, want to like get her out because every time she comes here, she just roller skates, which is not very helpful. It's amazing though. Yeah. And I want to work with you. I will be your intern and play with flowers. Aww. It sounds amazing. And roller skates. So I got turned down. <laughs> so, so this week I went to the market and I shopped for, we have a wedding on Saturday at the Bowery Hotel. Very, very sweet client. Um, and then we have a pink moon event here. I think it's a birthday party. Um, and then we're doing flowers for her. So we can be the venue and the floral designer, you know, for parties in house. And then um, I'm also preparing all this like snowy, I don't know if you can see any like snowy branches. Um, for two people that I really, really love in the neighborhood, we do um, like their stoops. So like the front of their building, like a winter wonderland with like lights and trees and plants and like branches. And um, so those are all the things I was shopping for this morning. 
Um, so the, those are my projects for, for this week. Sounds like a dream, a dream come true. <laughs> it is, it's, I feel very lucky to, you know, it, it's definitely, you know, it's hard work. Everyone's like, oh my God, I want to be a florist. And it's like, people don't realize there's like a lot of things that are not fun to do. There's so much cleaning of the hard goods because we provide like candles and they have to de-wax everything. I mean, I literally have a basement that's 75 feet by 18 feet full of baker's racks full of like wedding of stuff of like glass cylinders and crates and stumps and <laughs> seven different kinds of hoopas, <laughs> you know? <laughs> so it's like, there's so many things that are like not super fun, but overall it's such a, an honor and a joy to be able to get paid to create something beautiful for a six hour party. And then it all yeah. gets taken down and thrown in the trash, but <laughs> it's crazy. It's crazy. It's a weird job. <laughs> what happens to a lot of those installations? I've always been curious. Do you take the flowers? Like, do you donate them? What, what's the That's deal? A great question. So there are some companies in place, um, that will, that will come and take the flowers and like, give them a fresh cut and reassemble them and put them in vases and then bring them to hospitals. But that service mm. is so expensive that most of the clients do not want to pay for it. So let's mm. say, you know, somebody wants to do that. It'd probably be an extra, I would say one to $2,000 to do that because of the labor you have to go there at midnight or one in the morning when the party's over and then you have to pluck everything up and then you have to transport it to your studio and then you have to cut everything and then you have to have containers and then you have to have the time to put them recut them package them get them back on a truck bring them to you know it's like yeah yeah a whole nother job so there are programs that do that there's also breakdown companies that um that compost everything like in an earth friendly way, but again, it's also more expensive to do that. Yeah. And the client has to pay for that because, you know, they're already paying, you know, I mean, I charge 25% of the total for setup delivery and breakdown. So that's a, that's a big chunk for labor. So they don't want to pay any more than that. So I always tell my clients that the flowers go to flower heaven and that <laughs> and that you have to just think of it like food you know like food expires yeah, and for sure and the yeah. flowers expire and you know by the time the Saturday party comes around they're already cooked that mm. I got them in they're big and beautiful and lush and they're like gonna fall apart in a day and a half so like they're mm -hmm. already they had their big moment already, you know? Absolutely. So it is sad that a lot of it, there is a lot of waste in this industry for sure. But um, we had a big event um, last June and I just, I sent out like, a, like I'm part of like a flower group on Facebook. And I just let everybody know like what time breakdown is. And if anyone wanted to come take thousands of stems of flowers, whether they could repurpose it for a job and save some money or like make an arrangement for their grandmother, you know, just anything so that it doesn't go straight into a garbage bag, you know? Well, I would like to be on that list because <laughs> okay. I will come 1am with my wagon. I will, one day is worth it for me. <laughs> All right, good. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. That sounds like a busy fun. week. <laughs> yeah. It is. It's, it's a lot. Sounds like a busy life. 
that's why I like to go away a lot, you know, like it's, mm-hmm. I definitely work hard and play hard. And I think, you know, the nature of this job is that, you know, when you take on clients, like you have to have the, your pedal to the metal and do your best and overproduce and make it really beautiful and really interesting and new and fresh and make them happy. And it's a lot. And that's why I make sure you know, to set some boundaries and like take time for my family and go away on trips because I don't want to do what I did pre-COVID. It's misery. Yeah. <laughs> so it's a balance. Well, good. You learned some lessons. Yeah. So besides all the flowers and a little bit about horses, which we can talk about more, what's something that listeners would be surprised to hear about your life? Um, that I've had no formal college education. I never went to school for anything particular. Um, I went through um, like a two-year like HCC college in in Florida, and I everything has just been like I'm a really like I need to run my my fingers through it to understand it. Like I'm not I don't I don't do well at things that I'm like not interested in, um, and that included school. <laughs> Like I wasn't terrible in school, but I really am just one of these people that I want to, I want to learn through experience. And that's the only way that I learn. And that's why I've had like a crazy eclectic career. I've had like five different careers <laughs> um, that have, that's been my school. My, my life is, is school. So I, I feel like a lot of people, you know, do go to college and, you know, whether or not they use their degree or not. Um, it's still, you know, I, I think there's a part of me that like wishes that I had that, you know, I wish that I had that, like belong, like a band, you know, Mm -hmm. like, like a place of belonging, like your unit, your crew, you know, a place, a safe zone. Um, so I'm hoping my daughter goes to college, but I hope she uses her degree, (laughs) but I feel like most people I know, you know, have gone to school for a long time. My sister is like, we kind of look like twins and um, we could not be more different. Like she's like, has a, I think she has a PhD. I'm not quite sure, but um, she works for, you know, she's like a scientist, you know, it's crazy. Like, I'm just not like that. I, I have career 80. You are a floral scientist. (laughs) You're a flower doctor. I just like to, you know, I think I like to move and change and learn new things although I don't I don't foresee myself changing careers again you know but I'm just that type of person that I I want to I want to just do stuff and like see how that feels and learn from it from my own experience so I feel emotionally intelligent but maybe not book smart (laughs) it's arguable which one is more important and you know they both are well they say there are nine. Sorry, I'm lagging. We're gonna, I don't know what's going on here. So you guys can just like, Shawnee, you can like cut all out if it's not working. No. But because my internet must be unstable. It's not telling you me that you're laggies. unstable here. So. <laughs> okay. I was just going to say that I, when I was homeschooling, um, one of my, my oldest was saying the same thing, not, you know, not book smart, all this kind of thing. And mm-hmm. we learned, we were le- reading about intelligences and it, there's apparently nine different kinds of intelligences. Mm-hmm. And there, it's really fascinating to read more about it and kind of like kinetic intelligence, like the body mm-hmm. movement is one that I'm like, oh yeah, obviously oh. there are some people that are so smart with how they move their body and and maneuver it so anyway 
that's whenever anyone says something no, like that, I'm always like, there are nine. It's fascinating. <laughs> yeah. It's not one or the other. It's yeah. multifaceted. It's a spectrum of yeah. intelligence. Yeah. And it seems too that you are taking your strengths and not just pivoting into a new career, but building on them, which is you know, the key, it's like, you have this floral business. Now you have this event space in which you can operate that other business. And like, very excited to see what you do keep Thank you. moving yeah. forward. What, what that kind of begets. Join us next August to discover the delicious vino of the Lisbon region on a six-day journey of creative exploration, wine tasting, and visits to the vineyards and producers of the area. In Portugal, our days will be filled with creativity, culture, libation, and good company. Discover more at linktree backslash bandwives and sign up for your next big adventure today. So what are three things that you're proud of past, present, and future? Three things. <laughs> um, I mean, I'm definitely, I'm definitely very proud of myself for doing all of this literally on my own without any financial or emotional support at all. When I moved here at 21, I was disowned. I had literally disowned because I, it all started actually with a band. <laughs> As most good stories oh, do. Yeah. yeah. I was 17. <laughs> I was 17 dating like a 20, almost four. He was almost 24. Uh, he lives here now still. <laughs> um, not my husband. Oh, not that? my husband. <laughs> um, and um, I got disowned for, for dating him, even though like I was doing good in school, like I was still a virgin, um, you know, I was like, I was a good kid. Um, so they disowned me at like 17. Um, I got kicked out, but then I got in a really bad car accident. So I moved home until I was 18 and then I moved out and I moved to New York at 21 and I never looked back and I, no one ever, just no emotional or financial support. Like I literally started in my basement, moved to shitty studio number one, shitty studio number two, and took a gamble here. And so I feel, you know, as much as, you know, we all have had like major, I'm sure every human, every single person has like big shit that's happened to them. That is, you know, it's terrible, but also like it is where you find your strength in order to like get through things and move past things to be, to, to have to depend on yourself to, to move through it is, is a really powerful thing. So as much as I had a lot of traumatic things happen in my life, um, I would never, I would never be who I am without all those things. So that's something I'm very proud of. Um, I'm proud of sticking by my husband <laughs> after all these years. <laughs> Oh, no, not really. I'm proud of him for sticking by me. <laughs> um, it goes both ways. Yeah, it yeah, really does. Every week One sometimes. hand washes the other, <laughs> you know? Um, I mean, Artie and I have been together for, well, we started dating 23 years ago. No, maybe more. What year is this? We're in 2023. 2023. Yes, 2023. So we, we started dating in, in 2000. 
And we had many breakups of all the things you would expect when someone's touring. Um, <laughs> and then we've been married 16 years. So I'm proud. I'm proud of Artie and I. Here we are on the other side of, you know, all those things. And, and I guess being a mom would be my third one because I have, I have zero role model as a mother. So and I'm proud to be a mother of just one. <laughs> one is enough. <laughs> I agree with you totally. That's, it must be like an interesting process to be doing that completely on your own and recognizing that you have everything you need, right? Like parenting is so much more internal. And there's no, there's no blueprint, you know, we've, yeah. we've all got something different, yeah. different challenges. And, you know, at the end of the day, you know, we just try to make everything around you better and mm -hmm. can't give up, you know, it's like, you know, it's even more than marriage, you know, yes. you, it's your child and you can't just be like, I'm not dealing with this today. You yeah. know, it's like <laughs> you, you can go in your closet and cry for a minute, <laughs> but then you've got to come out and, you know, put your best foot forward and, you know, deal. Yeah. It's so true. Yeah. That's great. That's really the thought of, of like kind of I feel like maybe the thought of like leaving home and starting without any um you know backup or any I don't know is that like a is that done do people do that anymore or is that like no I don't know, I don't know anybody thing. else like I don't know yeah. I mean I don't think it's I don't think it's like human to do meaning like I don't think most families like usually when there's issues you can work them out like there usually yeah. there's problems that like you can talk through that time will heal my situation my lifetime movie world world that i'm gonna make that remember we were talking about our lifetime movies oh i'll, so I'll, I'll watch say, it i'm ready okay <laughs> i'll do a memoir on all the crazy yes. terrible things um and i'll make my millions then <laughs> yes i just think you know life is so short and i think I remember that I think about that every day and I try and, you know, make it, make it exciting for my daughter and be supportive, but also, you know, be strength and discipline where it's needed. And, you know, it's, mm -hmm. it's a hard balance, but at the end of the day, I just feel like we, we move through things so fast. Our life is so fast. It's like nothing is, can really be that serious in a way because it's always ends up water under the bridge, you know? Yep. Well, it's really cool too. Like all that you, you know, like leaving home young and all that, but you've remained close with your sister. Yes. And that's such a good example. I feel like, you know, I try to stay close with my siblings. It brings that like family feel. And it's amazing that you yeah. maintain that relationship through all that. Yeah. We definitely horses. worked at it a lot. Well, horses bring it together. <laughs> um, but yeah, it all, it all takes work. You know, I feel like you just have to take moments for each thing in your life. You know, sometimes you have to worry, you know, worry about like what you need because yeah. especially as the mother, you know, like that whole stupid saying that if you don't put the oxygen mask on yourself, like you can't help others around you, you know, that's, it's yeah. like so stupid, but so true because if you're not happy, you know, because you haven't stuck up for yourself and what you need, then like, yeah. no, how can anyone be happy? You know, we yep. all have to like communicate about what we need. You're going to make everyone yes. miserable. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. hundred percent. What you're modeling for your kids. Like, you know, it's, it's always amazing to me when people like yourself, right? Like you're 
the adults in your life modeled behavior that was not forgiving, that was not kind, that was not loving towards your your child. And it seems like you are doing the complete opposite. And so it's it's remarkable that people can grow and be better than the things that they've been like kind of seen, right? That they've been yeah. been taught. So yeah, it's great. I don't know any other way. You know, it's like I just I also think that like it's like kind of in your DNA. And I feel like there's a lot to do with like just how you're born, you know, like I've just, I was born like a very like optimistic kind of wondrous person. And so I'm not, I have a choice. I can either, you know, worry and be stressed about all the things that happened in my past, or I can just be like, that's, these are the facts, nothing I can do to change it. And I have to move forward and I want to move forward and I want to create and have fun and, you know, live my life. And, you know, unfortunately there's a lot of people who don't have that option. Like they're just inundated with whatever fear or trauma or depression or what, you know, all those things that come along with, you know, traumatic events. So there's some people, you know, that that don't have that DNA or choice, you know, it's just terrible. Yeah. It's hard. I, we don't have to keep talking about this because we have like 47 more questions for you. <laughs> but I do think that sometimes there's a, sometimes there's not a choice, of course, and there's other factors at play. But sometimes it's like people identify with their pain to the point that it becomes their identity totally. and or they like let it hook them and anchor them down. And I, you know, in family stuff and dynamics and stuff, you see that and you just, you know, you, as a kid or as a teenager, you can be like, why? You don't have to care. That's old. That happened 20 years ago. But, you know, right. um, so it's like you learn from watching them both positive and negative, I think. Wow. Okay, we can move on. That's all. What are your next I don't know if you guys questions. can even hear me anymore. But <laughs> no, we no, can. We can. We're totally we can. on board with you. We're right here with you. <laughs> Let's get move on. Okay. Okay. All right. So you have 23 years experience. And this, so you have probably a lot of good advice for other band spouses out there, whether it's tips, tricks, or encouragement. Yes, 23 years. (laughs) (laughs) And there's still always stuff. It's still, you know, it's still things that we have to compromise, you know, at at given moments. Um, I think... I can't believe it's 23 years. First of all, it's like, that's like crazy. That's like more than two decades. That's like bananas. I think my husband's been in like 11 bands. <laughs> Literally. I was trying to remember all of them this morning. I was like, I wonder if I could even count the ones that he's been in. <laughs> I think I got most of them. But, um, I mean, I think you just can't control anything. And I think that, um, you choose each other and you have to trust each other and you have to know that like you're the chosen one and he's or she or whatever's the chosen one and you have to be comfortable with that and i think that you know some days are easier than other days um i think also something that i battled for a long time was that you know, I always associated going on tour, which is like, oh, you're just going to like fuck off. Like, it's just like fun. And it's just not, especially the older you get, like, it's a, like, it's a job. And like, 
sometimes they don't want to be doing their job either. They want to be home in your warm arms and with your family and children and your favorite soup or whatever, you know? Um, so I think I always just say like, life is just so short, like be happy and grateful to be with someone who is creative and can know how to speak that language, how to communicate with the masses with sound and 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 how unique that voice is you know through music and actual voice and and like any job there's you know there's compromises and I think um it's really important to voice what you need as the person on the other side that's keeping you know the glue together at home and I think communication and you know years help I think yeah you know like the first five to seven were shit they really did. you know yeah. like, because you don't oh, know nightmare you don't know what you're doing. <laughs> nightmare yeah literal like a fucking nightmare a fucking it's nightmare so it's it so is. true yeah <laughs> oh it is very intense it's it's a lot well, you're on two different roller coaster rides. Like, yeah, totally. And like one minute you want to be on the roller coaster and your next minute you're like, fuck that. <laughs> I want off. <laughs> so I got off that roller coaster, I think like four times. <laughs> um, but I think, I think it's just, uh, for me, it's, they're either your person, you know, they're your person. And they're your person for right now. And and hopefully if you want it to last forever, it will last forever. Um, but I think just like having confidence in each other and, 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 and like I said, the years, because the years matter because everybody has to make their mistakes yep. on both ends, you know, and you can't just, no one's a perfect person. Nobody does it, you know, like you're going to fuck up, yeah. whatever it might be. And so I just think like time yeah. is one of those things that, um, really help the picture at the end of the day i mean thankfully for me this is you know that's not his life this particular year you know he's like recording and then had to go to that festival in florida i don't know like all these i don't even know what he does i'm just like what are the dates on the calendar because <laughs> i gotta organize all the other things um but yeah i just i think i would say my main thing is to make sure that you ask for what you need and you talk about the uncomfortable things and, and just be happy and you chose each other and it'll last as long as you both want everything to last, you know? Yeah. But to it's... appreciate the art, the creativity. I mean, it really is so unique to be able to um, have that talent and to write music and sing and, like, think about, like, if you were with someone who was, like, sitting behind a desk all day, it's like, I don't know. So you choose each other, you know? That's great advice. That's great advice. And I think, like, the trauma of the early years sometimes, if you can make it through those <laughs> big dips, it makes for such a great relationship <laughs> because you're like, we've seen some shit. Like, we've seen it, it together I mean... <laughs> and we're on the other side of it. Like, you have nothing yeah. is scary anymore, right? And so it's like all that's left is just to love each other through, right. through like what, whatever's coming because, like you said, that's your person. Yep. That's your person. And I'll never forget. Um, I think it was like a one of the times that we were broken up and he was on tour and he was just like, 
none of this matters. Like none of this matters if I don't, if I don't have you, like it was an interesting perspective of like on the other side of it, where a lot of people are like, Oh, I need to be free. You know, I don't know what's happening with my life or whatever your dumb excuses are, you know, (laughs) but it was interesting, you know, during one of those times that we were not together, that he was just, I remember him just calling me and just like, none of this matters. It doesn't mean anything. If I don't have, if I don't have my person, then I don't feel like safe out there in a weird way. You know, there's so many different like ways to look at tour and like what each person goes through, you know, like a lot of times you just only see your side and like what you feel stuck with, with like being responsible and taking care of all the other things at home. And it's, there's like, there's so many like emotional parts on their end too, you know, that you have to consider. Yeah. Yeah. And having kids changes everything. It did, you know, it's like, thinking he's having so much fun out there. Like, what are they doing? You're going horseback riding today. Great. Cool. But then we had a child and I'm like, Oh my God, the time that you're away from home, you're away from him. And like this thing, and this is all I want to do is be with this baby all day. Um, and you, you start to realize that there is a lot of sacrifice, uh, and it kind of brings it into focus a little bit more. Yeah, for sure. Sorry, Misha. I know you're like lagging over there. That's why the show's so important. I'm unstable. I have, my internet is unstable. It has been confirmed by Zoom. I saw the sign. It's just but I, I love all this. It's so true. I think the it can be hard not to get stuck in your perspective when you're the one home, right, taking care of the kids, you know, and then they're out horseback riding on the beach or whatever <laughs> wild thing they're doing. But it is, it's, that's why the show has been so helpful to me to hear everyone's different, even the bandwives' various perspectives and the way that they see their husband's experiences on mm-hmm. the road, um, especially as they get older too, because it was different, obviously, 20 years ago. Definitely. We've come a long way. Yes. <laughs> as lifelong learners and also big fans of ordering wine in other languages, Misha and I tried to learn as much Italian as possible before our writing trip this year. Now we're studying Portuguese too, and are so excited to partner with Babbel.com, Language for Life, to offer 55% off subscriptions to our listeners. As band wives and women who honestly can't sit still, we're loving their online classes and app-based lessons for learning on the road and on the go. They also have podcasts and games, and if you listen to our podcast, you know we can't get enough of those. We're hooking you up with discounted memberships so that you can learn to order Vino Tinto anywhere in the world. Visit bandwivespod.com backslash babble to sign up today. Okay, Rebecca, we're going to hit you with the big one next. Oh. But I think you're going to be really great at it. So I'm not worried. (laughs) Um, What do you know to be true about yourself? the world and the universe. Oh my god, that's an enormous question. Um I know that we're all connected. And I know that sounds like so hippy drippy and stupid, but um I've always believed that we're all more alike than we are different. And I've taken a lot of my inspiration from this is so cheesy, so get ready. Yeah, wait. <laughs> from from the movie Avatar. <laughs> um 
there's this one scene um it's so freaking cheesy but it's like I literally like I literally feel this and know like I know this in my body um the scene where uh they're all like sitting on the ground and they're all like holding hands and they're all like kind of moving and and like the same vibration the same movement and it's like I I know that we're all connected you know in some way through the roots through the water through you know just energy you know not being created nor destroyed and I I I think that's part of why I try not to get hung up or don't feel like I get hung up on a lot of things because I know that everything changes like that's the only thing constant in the world is that things change and we have to move with them otherwise you're gonna fight everything um so I feel I feel very connected to the earth and people in general as like cheesy and hippy drippy as that sounds and it's important to me to feel that way I think it's um I don't know. I just, I think like we go through these cycles of life and I don't necessarily know reincarnation, but like I said, I just feel, you know, very connected to people and to, to nature. And I hope that, I hope one day we find, we find a way to like fix all these problems that we've created in, on our earth. So I feel, I feel that I feel like I know we're connected as like a tribal human earth force. And that everything's temporary. <laughs> so just think your bad days, they're going to end. Mm -hmm. <laughs> just like your good ones, you know? <laughs> so I feel like, yeah. I feel like, you know, that kind of goes into our, my guilty pleasure thing, which I know is on your list of questions, <laughs> Nisha. Um, but one of my guilty pleasures is, is watching that ridiculous movie. <laughs> because I really just, you know, I love the forest and the lights and, and that's kind of how it looks in here. Like I actually have this, I'm going to turn my screen so you can see it, but we made this tree in here. I don't know if you can, if I went too far, let me see if you can see it. You see my tree? So beautiful. Oh. <laughs> Further a little. Yeah. Oh yeah. So that's my little, my avatar oh, tree. It's got crystals. Oh my and, God. Yeah. So I just, I've always had a thing for trees and nature. Oh, and ooh, look at that chandelier. Yeah, it's very shandy in here. <laughs> hey, I love that. I love all the built-in, like, what are they, arch units. Yeah, yeah they're gorgeous. Yeah. No, that's not cheesy. And um, I think Misha, Misha's Beautiful. quote of the last year is, if everybody had a garden, it would save the world. Just the healing power of nature and recognizing how connected we are. It's important. It's it's rudimentary. And the abundance. Yeah, and it's healthy. I feel like our kids and the generation that we're in now is, is so um, tech savvy and phones and iPads and screens. And I'm really hoping in the next like, 10 or 20 or 30 years that we're going to go back and it's going to be like no phone zones and your experience is actually going to be like basic nature and like actually having a conversation with the person sitting next to you in a boat, you know, that you're going kayaking with or something. Like, I think, I hope that we can like <laughs> go back to that because that's the real way of a being in this world. And I, I find it so sad, you know, 
inspiring and sad at the same time, you know, to have all these um, technology, you know, enhancements on, on every level, you know, and that's why I miss the style because <laughs> yeah. everything here, I love Brooklyn. I love it. I, I would never have the opportunities that I have here uh, anywhere else, but I also just, I mean, I grew up on a farm. Like I want to hear crickets, mm, Yeah, <laughs> you know? So that's why I made this space. <laughs> so I can, I can be in my little avatar room in Brooklyn. <laughs> Did we get the, um, the rat, is that all the universe, the world and you? Is that all, yes, that's it's all it. connected? That's it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Okay, good. All right. That was wonderful. I love that answer. I think it's beautiful and true. And now we're moving on to the rapid fire questions, much less um, deep, but just as important, <laughs> maybe. Um, what are you binge watching or listening to right now? Um, so I think we talked. We, I don't really watch TV. Didn't you say, Misha, that you don't really watch TV that much? I don't, I, I feel like I'm I hate that. TV. I hate, I, I hate quit TV. every show and it's, <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's once yeah. in a while I find something I want that to I like. find something I like to watch, but it's always. Lifetime movies. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Christmas I love stuff. Yeah. Christmas stuff. Yeah. With the kids. <laughs> um, I've been binge watching, uh, listening to, um, what's it called? Uh, Sword and Scale. <laughs> True Crime. I love true crime. Yeah, me too. It gets a little too much sometimes, but I like yeah. true crime a lot. It's hard. It's like when I want to watch it is usually when my husband's away because he doesn't he doesn't love it. He I think he oh. thinks that I'm like plotting his demise. <laughs> but then like I'm afraid to watch it by myself sometimes. I'm like, if I watch this then the one hour that I have to myself at the end of the day, mm. like it's gonna terrorize my dreams. But then I do it anyway. Yeah. Have you guys yeah. seen that show Severance? I know I'm like late to the party on this. No. Oh, yes. Yeah, we just started it last yes, night. Yes, loved it. It's like unnerving in a, in a weird way, but it's, um, I love the way it's shot. What's it about? It's a, so it's about this uh, group of people who work at this corporation. Um, and you don't really know what the company does, except that people who work on a certain floor do this thing called Severance where their brains are severed from knowing what goes on when they're in the office building. So they have these like lives at work that their home selves know nothing about. Wow. So when you walk in the building, it cuts off your outside memory. When you leave the building, it cuts it back off. It's, it's, um, it's extra creepy because you don't know what they're doing in there. Right. And you they know, don't know what they're doing in they there. They don't really know what they're doing. Yeah. So it's, and it's, it's like oh. a procedure that you willingly go through. Like you choose this kind of like work-life balance. Um, so there's just like a lot of bigger That's so questions. so Some days I would like to do that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just walk in and be like, oh yeah, my day was great. I think. I don't know what, I, I don't know what to be stressed about. A hundred percent. Wow. It's, no, it's interesting. It. Okay. This next one. Uh, seems like bands have been like a recurring theme of your life. So yes. what would your theme song be? Oh, you know, I read that question and I was like, man, I can't really, I can't think of a, a single song. Um, I, I love listening to, um, like Irish folk music and 
I love listening to um, like movie soundtracks, like um, Gladiator or like Pirates mm. of Caribbean, like just like movie soundtracks. So I, I can't think of like a single girl, you know, like girls want to have fun, you yeah, know, yeah. like I can't, I can't think of like a single song. Um, but I find my like comfort wise, I always like in the morning, my favorite thing to do is just make an espresso and turn on like Irish folk music. That's uh, just my like go-to calm feeling my Irish vibes. <laughs> I want to start to do that. That sounds amazing. Mm-hmm. It's awesome. Yeah. Do like it. A do it. Like do it tomorrow morning for me movie. and think of me. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> if you just, if you go on Spotify, you just search um, Irish folk station on Spotify um, and then um, epic soundtracks. It's so good. It's like some of them you'll want to skip through, but like songs from the Gladiator. There's even like a um, there's a Dead Can Dance song on the Gladiator soundtrack, which is amazing. But a lot of good stuff there. Even a little Moana. <laughs> I love that. I like to listen to soundtracks when I'm writing. It's like you know because you can't really have any lyrics. Totally. Um, I guess it counts if you can't understand the words. That's true. If it's in another language. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Our last question okay. now is, uh, yes, we made it. We've made it thus far. It was really fun. One small thing or guilty pleasure that you look forward to when Artie is off on the road playing shows, doing his thing. Having the whole bed to myself <laughs> and my cat. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. My cat is like thoroughly in love with me. He can't, he's, he's like, he has to be like, just on me, like <sighs> dripping, like drool. I'm like, he loves me. Um, so I think having a nice big bed with no snoring and like cats galore <laughs> is something I very much look forward to. <laughs> Does your daughter sneak in there? Yes. So I, <laughs> there's less and less of me in my own bed um yeah she she pretty much snuggles with us every night um sometimes until she falls asleep or sometimes just for like 15 minutes but she's done that for a whole life yeah my son used to co-sleep with us and then one day at like seven because I was like he's never leaving I don't know how we're ever gonna get him out of here and then he just left and I I I've say this at least once every other episode how I'm hoping if I just say it enough, he'll return. Aww. He will not come back. Oh no. You don't know what you have till it's gone. So I'm it's glad so that true. you at least get a little bit of cuddle before she pushes me to the side. Yeah, pushes <laughs> <you> to the <laughs> side. <laughs> I'm giving Misha a second to catch up so she can yes, weigh in. Totally. Yes, she needs that. <laughs> sorry i don't know i'm unstable today it just happens sometimes uh sylvie still sleeps with us like 90 percent of the time so i totally relate to that she's my little cuddle buddy what do you guys look forward to that <laughs> really <laughs> i think just having a house like having silence yes. sometimes is really nice uh then i feel like i work from home too so i'm like i could work in the kitchen i could work mm-hmm in the living room I could turn on my show and like whatever just the just the freedom to like be alone I guess it's nice 
totally. I don't like, we don't like to admit it. <laughs> yeah. And it's like opposite because I, yeah, <laughs> because I have, uh, Adam is picky eater. So then I can like make or order whatever sounds good. And so I love that. And then also um, if I have like, fun, we are friends, my friends will like always want, kind of wanting to go out or different dinner reservations or different like fun ideas. But when Adam's home, I feel like, oh, I can't just like go out all mm. the time with my friends every night. And so I just last night I dropped him off at the airport and one of my friends was like, do you want to go to this place, you know, and try this new cheese that they got? And I was like, yes, I do. Yes. <laughs> and I don't have to feel, you know, bad at all because he's off doing his thing. And so, yeah. Yeah. So Small that's little freedom and baths, you know? of course. And yes. Oh, yeah. Rom coms. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is that. It's just like mm-hmm. the autonomy of being able to be like, okay, I don't have to filter something through somebody else. The overarching theme here. Well, I mean, each human being carries their own <laughs> energy, you know, and, and and needs and voice and things, and it's like one less person in the house. It's like you feel that kind of like a lower energetic quality all around, which can be sadly kind of like you enjoy that, that comfort in like the simplicity of just being alone because, but even then, I mean, we're never alone, you know, it's like, yeah, pick up, drop off, homeschooling, you know, it's like, but it is just one less person in the mix to, you know, do the dishes and the laundry and (laughs) making yes. the bed and you know all those little the shoes are there and now there's more shoes <laughs> you know yeah yes well we're coming over Misha and Anytime. I are coming we're coming to the pink moon we want to be your unpaid interns <laughs> tell my daughter that because she turned down her job today that I was I was gonna pay her her age that's amazing you know? I was like that's a good that's like you know that's good take the opportunity and she turned it down gosh so. you know kids you come on over. On the young. <laughs> I would love that yeah. and me you should move to New York and then we can all move to Charlotte let's, let's yeah. we'll figure this out I okay. mean <laughs> I want to, <laughs> I, I do want to move there and also I'll be there in a few weeks so maybe it would be fun if we could um just stop by yeah. or something do something like that well I know lots of good yeah. places for dinner I'm sure you do too um but keep me posted I'd love that Real life yeah. stuff, yeah. in person stuff, you know, yeah. it's nice. Yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you for exactly. having me. Thank you for coming on and being flexible. And I'm um, sorry about the yes, lag. We're going to hopefully Misha will be stable soon again. <laughs> All right. Thank you. See you guys later. Yeah.